Dr. Nancy O'Reilly's groundbreaking book, In This Together, landed on bookstore shelves with a powerful message. When we work together, we can do absolutely anything. Guidance from 40 women leaders with specific strategies to help women advance their careers makes In This Together even more relevant today, especially with the pandemic's impact on women in the workforce. Take your career to the next level with Dr. Nancy O'Reilly's In This Together, now available on audiobook. Download your copy today. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with a group. Folks, this podcast is brought to you by the Real Leaders Impact Collaborative, our once-a-month virtual impact CEO peer groups who meet to support each other with whatever is keeping them up at night. I joined the group back in September, and if I had to say the one major takeaway that I've received is that to not let things outside business affect your on-court performance. This little change has certainly reflected in our business growth and development. And when our members do well, more lives are transformed. That's what impact is all about. So if you're interested, please email us at info at real-leaders.com. Just say the podcast sent you and you want to speak to someone about the impact collaborative. Again, that's info at real hyphen leaders.com. Enjoy the show. I've been trying to shoot this documentary for Netflix. Mm. And as I brought him into the meetings with Netflix, he met the people, you know, they had an offer on the table for like some ridiculous amount of money. Then there was some investor that wanted to give all this money to battery George. And I told him about all this stuff. You know, what happened was, uh, and I, I'll just let you know, you know, I, what ended up happening was uh, this performer ended up stealing all the Battery Tour gear, going to Netflix and saying, like, presenting himself as Battery Tour essentially yeah. and tried to secure the contract. And then went to the investor and tried to say, you know, like, you know, forget AY, forget Battery Tour. Notice I've been having the Battery Tour for six years. Snake. I own the company. But he still pulled it and tried to have her give him, like, a quarter of a million dollars. It was crazy, right? But in all that being said, it, it was the first time in my life since I, you know, started that I couldn't do a concert every day, which was how I made my money, which is how I lived. I was done, dude. Like, I was thinking suicide. Like, I was thinking, like, my life's over. Like, this is it. I can't perform. I have no job. I lost everything. Right. And I, I, I think the only thing that dug me out of it was, like, some picture that some outlet sent me saying, we're your outlets, we love the tour, and they like, we're wearing the shirt. Mm. And I remember that like rejuvenating me. And I remember like, it was like the worst week of my life thinking of suicide. And I just remember saying, you know, like, no, like I, I'm making an impact even though it's like one person at a time and like, like I can do this. You are listening to the Real Leaders Podcast, where leaders keep it real. I'm your host, Kevin Edwards, and that story comes from A.Y. Young, entrepreneur and activist artist who wants to ensure everyone can be an outlet for change. And in this episode, Young shares his entrepreneurial journey, the power of clean energy, and his hope to plug everyone in to what's important. So without further interruption, may I introduce to you episode 200 with the real A.Y. Young. Enjoy. Good people, welcome to 
this episode of the Lawyers Podcast, a special episode, episode 200. That's 200 different people have come on this show. And today, we have on the founder of the Battery Tour and one of the 17 young United Nations leaders, A.Y. Young. A.Y., my man, how you doing? Yeah, I mean, dude, congrats. Honestly, monumental, 200. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's what's (laughs) up. You you snubbed somebody else. We're going to have an interview on Friday, and you came in last night, snubbed somebody else, so you got the 200th episode. Congratulations. History. That's right. It's a a special day. Now, hey, while you're telling me before the show, I mean, you're up at 4 a.m., you're you're grinding. What's what's like an average work work day, if you call it work for you? Like, Like, what do you do during the day? Man, I mean, you know, now that it's COVID, I'm not out here doing these, you know, eight to 10 hour shows. I mean, you know, before COVID, you know, I did last, you know, a year ago, I did 230 concerts powered by renewable energy. So my, my time was spent, you know, traveling America, sleeping in my car, uh, building the box that you see behind me and trying to get one to someone who lacked access to energy. It's been weird. But right now it's a whole lot of Zoom calls and podcasts. You know, I became a young leader recently. It's been crazy, man. <laughs> Are you as exhausted as I am about with all these videos? I know, things? right? I mean, I'm kind of tired, but also not really, though. I mean, honestly, dude, you have to understand, like, to get where I'm at, you know, it took a decade. You know, like, right. people watch my story, and they're like, oh, shoot, he powered over 800 concerts. Like, for me, during the doing the inauguration for Biden, you know, to me, it's like, finally... The world is, you know, is getting plugged in, you know, and, and now it's, for me, I'm supercharged. I'm like, okay, now we're here, you mm. know? <laughs> so you're all about the energy then. You're just bringing the energy I'm, day by day. I mean, it's hard for a guy like you to be, you know, out of, out of battery, like out of energy. Like it's, it's just, it's just right, I want. mean, I'm freaking, I get tired, but I do come on, man. I mean, it's like, look what I'm doing, bro. First of all, like I say this all the time. It's like, change you know starts with passion at the end of the day and i would love to know more about what you care about what you're passionate about but if you know bro if we're doing what we love to do every day right you know you can do that you know (laughs) so what do you love to do then like and how'd you discover what you love to do yeah beautiful i mean you know you know you know it's crazy bro like you if you look back you know like your surroundings, your parents kind of maybe helped shape who you were. And so I, 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 now that I'm getting older, I like look back and realize like I watched my dad like change, you know, my neighborhood block by block. He built the Ivanhoe neighborhood, which is a nonprofit. You know, I watched him kick, you know, drug houses off the block and neighborhood cleanups. And I watched him create change, you know. And for me, you know, it didn't take too long for me to realize, okay, I love music, but how can I use music, my body, what I believe in, you know, whatever you know, to make change and to help people, you know, and, and you know, for, for me, that kind of thinking of, okay, I'm gonna take my passion and do that every day, mm. you know, to, to, to change the world, or to, to help someone, or to, you know, to do one thing, to take one action, you know, when I discovered that, you know, that's what I've been doing, uh, is, yeah, using my passion to, to help people. Well, I love, I mean, who doesn't want to do that, right? And here's the thing that, you know, is so fascinating is that there's so many people that probably had the same idea you did, except for you went out and you did something about it. Like that takes a whole different type of mindset to actually physically take the leap. Where, like, walk our audience, you know, through your journey about 
I knew you were an Eagle Scout in high school. So like kind of take it from that point to kind of where you are now. Yeah, no, totally. I'm so I'm a proud Eagle Scout. I just got picked too. It's me and this dude named Bear Grills. If you know, you know who that is. Yeah, I think he's I know crazy. Me, we're now the only two, you know, scout influencers, and I'm they're about to roll me out. Oh, nice. like, that's like a whole dude. Yeah, I know it's always a dream to be like, I'm gonna be on a freaking cover of Boy's Life, and now I am soon, I hope, right? But yeah, Boy Scouts is a whole nother. But I'll say this like, my I think my, my story really started, yeah, it was right after I got Eagle, and, and really what it was, I got on this TV show called The X Factor, you know. Mm-hmm. I, have you ever it's like it's yeah, like it's, it's like American yeah. Idol, of course, yeah, right. Okay, so yeah, and I got like four yeses, you know, the celebrity judges were like L.A. Reid, Britney Spears, like, by the way, bless Britney Spears' heart, because she's been through a lot mm. recently. Oh, Holy, really? I don't know if you've seen that no, stuff, dude, have you? No. Check it out. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because like What's the documentary on? about, yeah, it's, it's a documentary out, it went viral, something about like what's been going on with like her life and kind of being kind of under controlled kind of thing, mm. you know? And it, it's nuts because now I look back on 2012 and remember some of the stuff she was going through, and like, and now it's like public. You know, even mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake came out and was like, "Whoa, I'm so sorry, Brittany. Didn't know you were dealing with this." Ooh. So I'll just let you check that out. But anyway, Brittany Spears, Ellie Reed, you know, Demi Lovato, Simon Cow. Those were my like mentors, and I, I learned a lot about like the music business. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. there's the difference. And I got off the show and. You know, I would try to open up for like uh, Wiz Khalifa or Shaggy. You know, they, they would come to town. You know, big artists. You know what I'm saying? And, and I would get told like, t- like one of the favorite things people would say is they'd be like, "Well, how many tickets has your last tour sold out?" Right. You know, and I'm like, none, bro. I just started for four. You know, or they'd be like, "Well, how many followers do you have?" You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I would try to open up for what so I was sure. like, man, screw this, dude. Like. I'm gonna live, I'm gonna be like Ed Sheeran. I'm gonna be like Andy Grammer. You know, like you know, these guys are Bruno Mars. They're doing shows every day. You know, like why can't I do what they're doing? So I was like, okay, well, how do I, how do I freaking power a concert anywhere? You know, and of course I didn't want to destroy the world. And the diesel generator is really loud. So I obsessed over like energy, right? And bro, this is when I realized something that I say all the time: is energy is the base resource. Like we need energy and food, right? We eat right? Energy. And then I started obsessing. I was like, oh, shoot. You know, uh, if you st- if I store enough energy, I can power a concert. Mm. Wait, if I store enough energy, I could power anything. Mm. Right. And that was like my first Eureka moment. And so I started storing energy mm. in batteries and I started doing these eight to like 10 hour shows. And, and that was the beginning. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Have you heard the company Portable Electric by chance? No, they okay. sound like I should talk to them, though. Yeah, bro. no, I've, yeah, Mark Ray, one of the first interviews I did was actually with a company, but they, they were build solar powered generators for like movie production. Oh, yeah. But this is like full yeah. blown. I mean, these are big time concerts. I mean, there's a lot of pressure and risk to make a business decision and say, hey, we're going to go with your, you know, electric, you know, powered, solar powered, renewable powered, you know, services. What type of mechanisms are you powering, though? Are you powering the yeah, base, the, the yeah. whole electronic system? What are you doing? Everything. Yeah, everything. everything. So for me, I mean, and here's the thing that you have to understand, like yeah. with the battery tour, you know, like this stuff progressed over time. Like it wasn't even called the battery tour in the beginning. You mm. know, like I said, I started, you know, using battery. There was a time I'm performing. Yo, I'm AY. It's my song saying, hey, I look back and I see battery. I'm like, and this is the battery tour. <laughs> battery like, tour. Like that's <laughs> Really? That's what it was? <laughs> 
And then people were like, oh my gosh, bro, here's five bucks, dude. They like put it in the tip jar. Here's $10. We oh, love you doing yeah. Garth Brooks, you know, because I would do like every uh, Garth Brooks, Michael Jackson, you know, I'm doing all this stuff, my own originals, you know. And then they'd be like, ah, oh, man, we're your outlet. We power the tour. And I was like, oh, and that's, that's when my other Eureka moment, I was like, oh, shoot, right. She's an outlet. He's an outlet. Everyone's an outlet for mm. change, right? And plugged into each other on the local community, nationally. We can do anything, mm. right? That's how like the brand was formed. And so, you know, I st- when I started taking the tip money on this mission of, okay, well, if music's a universal language and everyone's an outlet, let me go get them plugged in. Only mm. then I discovered that over a billion people lacked access to energy because I would travel America and there's like towns like t- in Texas that are struggling now, right? That didn't have power. Or in, mm. in, in the U.S., there's places that don't have freaking internet. Dude, it's crazy. Like, I don't know if you know that, but there's over a billion people overall in the world. So that's when I built this, and I call it the outlet. And if you're on the podcast, there's no way you can see what the heck I'm doing. But that's what it is, right? So I would store a battery in here, and then, you know, obviously solar, right, would, you know, you know store energy and the battery, and, and, I, and I had actually built that for mobile first developing nation, mm. you know? And, and basically, I don't, and I don't know if you know this, but like, that's like Haiti, Honduras, a lot of places, they all have a cell phone. Yes. And this, this is how they pay for their food, bro, right? So mm. if they don't have energy, they can't eat, you know? And there's another, a lot of problems. People listening probably like, oh, wait, I heard about that. Or like, they have to walk miles for water. Yes, dude, like five, six miles to maybe charge their phone, to then buy food. So the the box I made, you know, the outlet, you know, I made that, it was designed for like mobile first. It wasn't designed for concerts. I use it out of application, you know, you know, uh, uh, to, to, to power a concert. But, you know, I'm here to prove that anything's possible, mm-hmm. right? And my, my thought was always, man, one day battery two is going to be powered by Tesla. I'm going to be working with Elon Musk and scale that out. Right. So what's possible is you can power 800 concerts or more by renewable energy because I did it. Right. And so, you know, that's what I've kind of been doing is like, hey, man, it's possible. Right. To do that. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. It's very inspiring, too. I mean, now I want to make sure I'm on the same page as you. You said you're living in the van powering these concerts and you went to 800 different places. And while you were doing that, you saw the energy grid wasn't as sufficient as you thought. Yeah. I mean, it started out, like I said, in my hometown. I got off that TV show, you know, then I discovered the name Battery Tour, right? By just rapping and singing. Right. And then what struck me, though, is when when this people were saying, we're your outlet and we power the tour. And they were literally powering the tours and keeping me alive keeping the tour powered up. And I was like, shoot, well, everyone's an outlet. And that, you know, that's how the logo came. Like right. if you're, you know, looking at my shirt, you see an outlet and we have, you know, we have kids and families and people all over the world. They send me a picture of an outlet and they say, Hey, I'm plugged in, mm-hmm. you know? So that's in huge. that thinking, I go, Oh my God. Right, bro. We're, we're already in every home in America. Right. We're already the biggest brand since Nike. So I got to go use music, which is a universal language right? and go get everyone plugged in. You know, so that's the mission I've been on. That's why I was doing 230 shows a year, you know, around America. You know, now, again, like I said, it, you know, and you know, this as an entrepreneur, as an innovator, things iterate. You know, first it was just doing concerts and getting people plugged into my, my music. I wanted people to hear my music. 
when I found out all these, like I'm driving through certain places in America and these people ain't got energy. I'm like, what the heck? Y'all don't have energy, but I got energy to do a concert. And then you start Googling stuff and you're like, wait, a billion people? Like I live in America. I'm used to like going to McDonald's down the street and I can just get some water. You know, like these people don't have, they, bro, imagine just like, oh yeah, I got to get water. So I have to walk seven miles. And I hope I don't drop it on the way back home because <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So I was like, well, shoot, man, if everyone's an outlet, you know, and I, I mean, music is my passion. You know, I love music. Then I, how do I use it to like get the world plugged in? It was really simple to me. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to build something. And I built that. And then I was like, I can take one action because I realized that, you know what? Everyone can make a difference. Mm. Everybody can do one thing. It could be something small. I mean, yeah. Okay, energy efficiency. Let me turn off the light. Or, you know, I'm going to carpool and do something sustainable and not drive my car and go with my friends. There's something you can do. So for me, that concept came from me saying, okay, I can do a concert every day. I'm doing these 10-hour shows. So I'm just going to, you know, raise as much money as I can each concert until, you know, I make, you know, uh, raise enough to make one of these boxes and I'm going to send it to one person or one village, you know what I'm saying, that needs access to energy until a freaking billion get plugged in. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's absolutely beautiful, you know, and it, it, put, it puts a smile on your face. And speaking of languages that are universal, a smile is universal. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, understand the same thing, you know, and it's just like hearing that, you know, that you're plugging in the world and, you know, they are the outlets for that. It just taps into so many different people's souls. And so when I hear like this inspiring story, I really want you to break down that box that you got behind you. And for people just listening to this on audio, there's a box right behind a Y and it's got a solar panel on it. It almost looks like a, like a hardware for a computer desktop that is like reshaped yeah. with a solar panel. And then you could take off a couple wires inside. Take us behind the conception of that box over there and how it's grown in an iteration, like you mentioned. Yeah, totally. I mean, and this is a prototype, you know, again, mm. if you notice who I am as a person, it's always been laying the foundation. Mm. Right. So, I, you know, and everything to me is collaboration. I think that's the issue with the world. I think collaboration is key. You know, like, I mean, take take COVID, for example. Right. It's like we had it seems like to me, I'm just guessing, seems like we had like half the people doing one thing. And then and we had like like another half doing like a different thing. And, and so we, it, it, we weren't really together in how we did it as a world, as a state, as a country. Mm. And and so it wasn't as effective. And so when I look at the world, I just see a lot of silos, you know, even with sustainability, bro. It's like colleges are doing good stuff. You know, McDonald's and Walmart have a sustainability program. Everybody's talking about diversity and inclusion and being, you know, inequality. But sure. it seems like everyone's doing it, you know, in, in silos. Like, bro, mm. when I got into the UN, into the United Nations, the Young Leader Program hadn't spoke to UNICEF. In a year, really? What? How are you guys supposed to be doing the same thing? If you haven't, you're in the cubicle all the way on the tenth floor. You know, like how? You know, so for me, I'm like, crap, man. I gotta, I gotta bring people together. Uh, but I, so I scale that all back to say, when you talk about the technology, you know, for yeah, it it it, it starts with steps. So I mean, this is not that hard. It's not that complicated, actually. Energy is a lot 
simpler than some people think. I mean, mm. essentially, I'm storing energy. But this is another reason why I said bat. I call it battery tour, right? Because I, I think energy storage is one of the biggest problems we're facing sure. as, as a world. We should be storing energy, bro, mm. all the time and using it and sharing it. Micro, right? So, I mean, this just enables me to simply, you know, take intake that solar energy and store it into a battery, mm. right? That simple. Convert from DC to AC, uh, you know, be able to plug right in. And it's, it's made for a cell phone, not for a concert. Do I use them for concerts? Yes. Do I want to work with the best battery people in the world or Elon Musk or something and scale it out and make something made for concerts? Heck yes, bro. What the heck? And Doesn't no, mean next tours to be Right? I mean, that's that's where we're on right now, bro. That's where we're heading to board, bro. <laughs> I love it. No, I absolutely love it. You know, it's just like the concept in, in music and in life in general, you know, coming together. Some of the top hit songs of all time, right? Beatles, Come Together, One Love, Come Together, Be All Right. Yeah, I mean, music yeah. has a way in just tapping into so many different souls and can really impact change on so many different levels. So when it comes to energy, you know, it's a very complex issue. We actually had someone on this morning that was a, a consultant for renewable energy. Um, and awesome. so, you know, it's when you talk about storage, right, of solar or any renewable energy, the problem with it is like weight, distribution, shipping, scalability. So like, when you start totally. talking about scalability, like what, what does scalability look like to you? And like, how would you define that? Huh? Everyone well, has a, their own definition, you know? Scalability. Well, first of all, random question. Yeah. I got here with your passion is, bro. What are you passionate about? You know, what do you freaking care about? Because, bro, that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying, you know, because that's the whole question. And anybody who's listening, that's like, when I do anything, I want to know, like, what are people passionate about? We should be doing that every day. Yeah. You should answer that. Then I'll answer your question. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> my, my purpose, I, I like to think, is to have meaningful conversations uh, that transform lives. So the more conversations I can have like this with my family members, with, uh, you know, friends, you know, with random people on the street, that's what kind of gets me going. Yeah. That's my passion. And it always really has been. I just didn't really know it until really a couple of years ago. So uh, I've been doing all these interviews, started out doing interviews with social entrepreneurs, like before oh, I even knew yeah. anything. Yeah. Just road tripping kind of like yourself. So kind of, kind of a similar, similar, um, you know, contrast there, but. Um, you know, it's just, I'm, I'll talk to anybody who's making change and I just want to pick your brain and then hopefully help you out. Or if I'm not helping you out, hopefully others are listening to this and, you know, find something. See how we grow just from conversation and like the yes. way that can almost mentor us. That's Powerful. nuts, right? Yeah. Powerful. That's why we do it, man. We'll see I mean, that's why we do it. Right. I mean, and I want to say that that has changed. You know, it's hard to measure social impact, but also you, so you and me are the same, you know, we're similar. I'm, you know, how you I have use more music. Well, I mean, there's always different ways, but you're an outlet because you're finding a way, even if it's just, it might just be two people or three, or maybe there's a hundred people listening. So now you're bringing all these people into a conversation that's requiring communication. And that's really what the world needs more of, because the more you communicate, the more you start realizing, wow, we're kind of all the same. Like, I mean, skin color is different. Uh, his parents were rich and mine were poor. Or I grew up in this place and he grew up here, but man, we're kind of, we're kind of just human. Yeah. That's, that's powerful, you know, and yeah. that, that's definitely what I'm trying to do with Project 17. Like now being a young leader, I'll tell you all about Project 17 and what yeah. I'm doing, you know, but that, 
that is the that is the very premise of what Battery Tour is and being an outlet. It's really getting the world plugged in. I couldn't agree more. And one of the things that really like irritates me is, you know, I see people like you, just how much energy is just glowing out of you. And yeah, I see a lot of people just, you know, working meaningless jobs or, you know, really frustrated with like where they are. And, yeah, and that man, inception but... point for me is like something that I'm trying to change too. You know, how, how do you find, how do you identify what's important to you and how do you pursue something that aligns with that? And so I, I, I love having people on like, that's such a good like question. Yeah. So I mean, what, Maybe walk us through like what it's like, what it's like, um, you know, are you working harder because you, you care about this? You know, what, what else would you be doing other than what you're doing right now? Yeah. I mean, every, every entrepreneur is going to give you, I feel like the same answer, like the, you right. know, like I would never be doing, you know, but uh, you have, the, the, the hard answer, a uh, hard question to answer. Cause every, you know, I, I know guys that are making six figures and aren't happy with their day-to-day -day life right. or their job. Right. You know, it's this. It's a tough question to say. Like, how how can I, you know, be living my passion every day? I mean, I, I know that I was blessed, and I mean, I was homeschooled. You know, early maybe that affected some things. I was a Boy Scout. I tried stuff. Mm. I jumped. Mm. I jumped. You know, I tell people all the time, like, jump. Like Steve Harvey said, sometimes you just have to try, and you don't always have the right direction. Like, it seems like people will look at me sometimes, like, well, how do you just? How did you go on tour with T-Pain, you know, or how did you open up for Shaggy? Because I did. I ended up doing a three-speed tour with Shaggy. How, you know? I mean, you could, be, you know, because I put in the work. I put in the time. I put in the 10,000 hours because, yeah, I didn't always know what I was doing, but I took an action every day. Mm -hmm. You know, your, your Rome isn't built, wasn't built in a year, you know? And, 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 and it, it's interesting. I know I'm in this position where, I, you know, I did some social media. I tried to do this. I did that. You know, I. And, you know, you, sure. sometimes just trying and jumping can get you in the right direction. I think that some people are so scared to just try mm. or to fail that they never start the engine. It's nuts. Right. Maybe sometimes you got to just turn the key right. and drive in any direction. Well, it's it's yeah. the truth. It's the truth, you know. And, and I'm curious to know how you think you're – upbringing or living by yourself you know molded you into the person you are today because you know sometimes you know we're really social creatures so we'll mimic other things that people are doing the common norm seems to be you know totally. school job you know that will support you enough totally. grow totally you know that. sail into the sunset when you retire so like what did being alone to you maybe do for your decision making and help you understand who you are and overcoming fear and all that good stuff. I mean being alone is being alone is huge. People are too it's not, distracted. It's they spend too much right. It's not easy, but it's also necessary. Like for one, you know I think there's a lot of ways to answer that question. First of all, I was homeschooled. I never quite fit in. I was a Boy Scout. I think that all helped me because I was able to sometimes be alone. Even though oh, I wanted the hot girl to hang out with, I, I chose to work on my my craft. And that did carry over as I as I got older. And then I started tasting success and like diving into it in a sense of like I was a starter on the football team. So basketball team I'm playing, you know, which I got a, a college scholarship to go D1. So I was I was the guy that would go to the gym and shoot 500 shots in the morning mm. and 500 shots in the evening, right? But I believed in that 10,000 hours to be right. great. So you can spend 10,000 hours on dribbling, but if you haven't done it on shooting, you got another 10,000. So how in the world can I spend Friday and Saturday with Sue and then 
Sunday with my boy Jim and just play video games. I used to love video games, but I put them down. You know, not that I don't like them, but because I, I don't have the time and the bandwidth, right? It's been eight hours there and in here. So a lot of it's allocation of time. You know, some people are too afraid to be alone, to be single for a month. Like if you haven't been single for a month or two, just to spend some time. If you have to go from Debbie to Sarah next week, you know, seven days in between, you know, what are you distracting yourself from? You know, we're too focused on not going inward, right? right? And and that's that is an issue that is halting people's success. Mm. And and it, yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, it's, it's powerful. It's, it's really powerful. I mean, R.I.P. Debbie. Sorry, sorry about that one. And uh, <laughs> going names out here yeah, one no, time. And, but yeah, <laughs> you're right. I mean, success is an inside job, right? I mean, we hear it all the time. But what does that look like on the outside, right? Like easier said than done. And I think about what you had just said is yes elimination you know i've got to eliminate some things that aren't in my why aren't in what i like to do because i only i only have a finite amount of time you know in my life but i think what also is so scary is starting over again at no matter what age you are so like when you were putting in all of the you know those hours in the gym and i get it you know i, I played sports my whole life and then you got to make that change to become something else oh i'm gonna dive into music now like what gave you maybe that was it because the the wins you had had you knew what success you said you could taste it what gave you that yeah confidence to make that jump as you said honestly i don't honestly i look back and say man i was freaking crazy i see why my parents were, were pissed because you know i got this college scholarship i could go overseas and then like for me it took one moment you know i was playing basketball and i looked and i was looking at kobe bryant my favorite player looking at all these guys and i was like mm. man you know and, and I remember I performed one time. I performed one time. And the impact I felt from the music was bigger than what I thought I could provide playing basketball. And the reason why is because I was like, I'm in the gym 12 hours a day. Mm. And if I go pro, I'm going to have to be in the gym 12 hours a day. Mm. That doesn't leave much time for me to save the world or like help change lives. And so I know that there's ball players that do great stuff. And I'm not saying you can't be a ball player and make a positive change outside of the arena. But I saw that music did it faster and was like a quicker way. Mm. And so for me, it was an overnight decision that flipped out my parents. They're like, what the heck? You know, like you taught me everything away to do music and there's no money in it, um, which was crazy. But that, that goes back to your why, like you said, believing in yourself, like all these different things. And then, you know, ultimately I started to learn certain stuff, right? Like I'd be in college and I would see that uh, this girl didn't even graduate, but uh, she's dating Jim and Jim's dad owns the company. And so she just gets the position uh, because she knows Jim and his dad. You know, that had nothing to do with four years at, uh, you know, the office. I started noticing stuff like, oh, well, gosh, this guy right here, you know, his dad owns relationships. Yeah. Right. And I started saying, oh, well, I, I almost think success is knowing who you need to know. Maybe I just need to know the right people, mm. whether I'm dating this girl and her dad's filthy rich or, you know, or I know this person, my cousin knows that person. Now I have a position. Maybe it's not. You know, everything doesn't have to do with the degree or the, you know, I started learning things that you learn in life, right? And I go, mm. well, wow, right? Maybe this, this is not, you know, where can I allocate my time where I maximize, you know, my passion and what I'm trying to do? And so I got, I got meticulous with the, with the days 
And then that got meticulous with the hours. Mm. And then that got so meticulous to the minutes where I don't even waste minutes. Like, but you get, sometimes you'll get, I got so obsessed in like allocation of time and, and making sure I'm in the right circles and doing the right things. And I'm a big fan of being around and doing what's conducive to your dream. It's so, you know, when I'm sitting in a circle and if everyone's doing a drug or something, is that conducive to my dream? Well, no, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to be in that. Right. So you start when you when you start making conscious decisions and you say, oh, well, there's there's no need to just hang out with this person for no reason. Or at least you can start getting really critical with why you start getting real with yourself. Or, well, I'm here because she's attractive and I just want a night mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm here because you know what, I actually want to drink alcohol tonight. And so that's the reason why I'm here. And so you can be real with the reason that you're there because you're so selective with, you know, the things that you choose to do that are conducive to, you know, your dreams and your passions. And so, you know, you know, it takes steps in growth. And again, it comes from within. And I love what you said about knowing what your why is. Well, I I think self-assurance is a big part of kind of what you were saying, you know, like being okay with the the current results. But I mean, I'd be naive to think, you know, sometimes there's got to be some times or moments during your career, you put in all these hours, you know, you're not getting the gigs you want, you know, you might not be getting the connections you want. I mean, walk us through really what that struggle is like and how you have have overcome that. I mean, bro, two years ago, I had the biggest struggle of my life, mm. I would say, because I had this partner and we went to L.A. Uh, I would call him a partner. Battery Tour has a lot of artists that perform, right? He was a guy that was sticking around a lot. And so we kind of got really close and super talented. And then Christian Robinson, you know, we got to L.A. I was, you know, I've been trying to shoot this documentary for Netflix. Mm. And so I brought him into the meetings with Netflix. He met the people. You know, they had an offer on the table for like some ridiculous amount of money. Then there was some investor that wanted to give all this money to Battery Tour. And I told him about all this stuff. You know, what happened was, uh, and I'll just let you know, you know, what ended up happening was uh, this performer ended up stealing all the Battery Tour gear. Going to Netflix and saying like presenting himself as Battery Tour essentially and tried to secure the contract. And then went to the investor and tried to say, you know, like, you know, forget AY, forget battery tour. Notice I've been having the battery tour for six years. Snake. I own the company, but he still pulled it and tried to have her give him like a quarter of a million dollars. It was crazy, right? But and all that being said, it, it was the first time in my life since I, you know, started that I couldn't do a concert every day, which was how I made my money, which is how I lived. I was done, dude. Like I was thinking suicide. Like mm. I was thinking like my life's over. Like this is it. I can't perform. I have no job. I lost everything. Right. And I, I think the only thing that dug me out of it was like some picture that some outlet sent me saying, we're your outlets. We love the tour. And they like, we're wearing the shirt. Mm. And I remember that like rejuvenating me. And I remember like, it was like the worst week of my life thinking of suicide. And I just remember saying, you know, like, no, like I, I'm making an impact, even though it's like one person at a time and like, like I can do this. And then something shifted. And I and 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 I, I plugged in. I looked into the entrepreneurial resources of my city, which was different than what I had been doing. I had been just doing performances and doing shows and connecting with artists and creative, creative. Mm. And I just switched. And I somehow I, my light bulb went off. I went. I applied for the Clean Tech Open. I applied for uh, a couple of like community grants in the 
in, in the uh, entrepreneurship. I went through the fast track tech venture course and graduated, mm. you know, created a whole new network that's the entrepreneur network, you know, startups and all that. Got involved with tech stars and ended up, you know, not winning, but being behind a company that won and was like shadowing them in the same office as that and learned all about what it means to be an entrepreneur and the ups and downs and rebuilt. I, I got a $6,000 grant three weeks after I was thinking about committing suicide. Wow. Like I, I, I uh, like, was a, like the money came a little bit later, but was awarded the grant and was able to buy back all the batteries and all the gear that was stolen by that ex dancer. Crazy. And I really appreciate you sharing that story. I mean, I know it's not easy. I mean, that's that's just something that's like the entrepreneur's worst nightmare, right? Someone taking your idea that you put all that time and effort taking in. Taking your idea, taking your network, and then taking everything that you believe, right? Like mm -hmm. made it be. Like even as an artist, like, well, without my gear, how can I perform? And, you know, I learned something that I, I've never been able to articulate is that the gear didn't make me. Heck, you know, none of that, even the network of those, knowing those couple of people didn't make it happen. It came from within. Mm -hmm. It was my energy. One thing that Christian, or I'm not going to say his name, almost did. Ha. One thing that this guy could never take, though, is the talent, is the 10,000 hours of dancing and singing, is the fact that I can hop on a keyboard, even if he stole all my music, mm -hmm. right, and said it was his. I can go back and write another song. They can't take that away from me. Right. right, because you worked for it, and so you can always reinvent, you can always launch a new right. And, and it was something that I learned there because then it, it was like I became detached from the gear as much. Where it's like, hey, if that, and, and I think that's how some big company guys think when I start looking at these guys, they go, Oh, well, if they lose that business, they make another one. Why? Because that guy's special. And when you start reading books, you look at Simon Sinek and Ty Lopez and Gary Van V. You start hearing, it's funny, in the investor world, world you'll hear VC say, well, yeah, we, uh, the company's cool, but what we invest in is founded. What? So you're telling me I can, I can have this highly scalable business and all this stuff, and here's this paper, and it's going to do this and make this mine by year five and 10 as we turn. But what you really, really invest in is the founder? The people. The people. Interesting. It's the original, the, the original <laughs> source of energy, right? You know, and, and that's the that's the most important thing. And, and so many investors have come on and said that, you know, we invest in leaders. You know, that that's that's what makes the business run. And if you were to take that out, what would that do to the company? What is a real leader? How do you sustain a company in the long term? I mean, all these different things. You know, you want to invest in the long term. A lot of VCs are probably short term thinking. I'm sure everyone's different. They have their own investing strategies. But that's that's a really yeah, good way, example yeah. of you know, right. that entrepreneurial path, you know, of, of someone having that happen and rebounding and having to find, you know, the power, the energy, if you will, in them and having to turn it into something else. So, so where are you now? What are you doing? I heard you mentioned Joe Biden. I hear you mentioned you're one of 17 young United Nations leaders. I mean, how, how'd you get to this point where it's insane, you're, right? you're the outlet, you're the plug, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, from two years ago, having nothing, you know, but years before that had everything, you know, it's this crazy journey. Right. And you know all about this. Right. I mean, you know, you know, you know, uh, you know, started doing the tour again, you know, took another uh, route. You know, I, at that time, I, you know, two years ago, I built a nonprofit 
officially, right? You know, this is when I was doing so much philanthropic work, you know, DIY, powered by the people. I wasn't backed by a corporation. I wasn't getting money from a Nike or a Duracell. It's not. You know, what? Re- the real turning point was like a year ago. I went to this thing called Climate Week because I remember I was doing some shows in the Midwest. And like people started saying stuff like, well, you're a renewable artist. I was like, well, what? <laughs> or they would say stuff like, well, hey. You're a sustainable artist. And I'll be, I didn't know what the heck that was. I've been doing this thing, right. getting the world established. Right? Isn't that nuts? And so I went to this thing called Climate Week in New York, and I met this dude named Al Gore, you know, and I like shook his hand. You know, he was saying good stuff. I was like, bro, you're saying good stuff, bro. And then I looked behind him, bro, and because he has this huge stage. You know, I like it was massive. And I was like, dude, you know, like you should be ba- powered by battery tour tomorrow. Because, like, he was talking about saving the world, technically, while destroying it. What are you doing? And this, what are you doing? Right? If you think about it, and then that's my mind. Like, oh, right, bro? <laughs> I was, and, and, and in a no offense way, like, I, I mean, I love everybody. I love Greta Thunberg. You know, I love, I, but I looked at Greta, and she came to the U.S. on a boat, and everybody went crazy. And then I, I looked behind her, and there was a diesel generator powering her microphone. And I was just like, holy crap. Like, why is Justin Bieber's next tour not powered by battery tour, you know, mm. and that 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 was an eureka, another like eureka moment for me because I started powering speeches and panels from organizations that say they care about the ocean or the environment. I'm like, hey, if you're gonna talk about it, don't, you know, don't destroy the world while saying what you're saying. And next thing I know, I'm in the UN, you know, the United Nations, you know, the circle, you know, thing, the big thing everybody talks about, and I was dancing it, and I was able to showcase the the battery tour to a couple of world leaders. I met this dude named Paul Hawkins, who's like one of the biggest environmentalists in the world. He wrote a book called Project Drawdown. I remember he told me he nominated me. I was like, whatever. I looked it up. It was like 18,000 nominations, 100 and something countries. I was like, nah, bro. I never win anything. Peace out. You know, next thing I know, I got the call. They said I was a young leader. And boom. Let's go. Now Project 17. <laughs> that's huge, man. That's that's a crazy story. It's, it's just crazy to even <laughs> think about. Like, you know, kind of just... <laughs> But here's the thing is like, I will say this is about a lot of these social entrepreneurs. I mean, the people are just attracted to the work that they do and they see someone like this. Ellison, and he's like, gosh, I wish I could do that. But instead I'm going to put them on, you know, I'm going to help them out in any way I can because I believe in them. Similar to like an investor, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of interesting to think about. It's a social investor. You're right. Cause I look at Paul Hawk and I'm like, yeah, I mean, he doesn't, he didn't have to help me, bro. I mean, the dude's fine, you know, but he was like, he did, you know, it's just crazy. And so AY, you, you also have a, a son, do you not? Yeah, I, mean, I got a little guy. I never talk about my little guy, but yeah, his name's Casper, man. I mean, he's another reason why, you know, we got to yeah. say this, make sure this planet is, is, is left over, uh, you know, and functional for the next uh, set of kids, man, like us, you know? <laughs> well, I was going to ask you about that. I mean, is he a source of inspiration as well? I mean, because a lot of people come on the show, they're like, you know, I want to leave this world better than I found it for my kids and their kids. Totally, yeah. I mean, of course, he's a, he's totally inspiration. He's an inspiration musically. That He thinks I'm a freaking superhero. But, like, um, I mean, Casper is the best, man. Like, Every everything and everyone and, and Casper, all my my family, everything inspires me, bro. Like I, I make songs in my mind, you know, every hour on the hour. Like something's wrong with me, dude. But mm. I, but I, 
I don't know, man. I, I was created interest like the way I was it, it was formed or the way I've developed or whatever's happened is has put me where uh, I can attempt this crazy, audacious project, you know, that I'm attempting, man. I mean, you know, you asked about the inauguration, it's like, you know, I went public with the idea of Project 17. At the time, it was aspirational. Now it's completely concrete. And, you know, I don't know if you know what the 17 SDGs are. Yes. The sustainable. Yeah. So that's why I'm one of the 17 young leaders. And so, you know, I'm doing three different kind of phases, but I'm in phase one. I went public about that. And the next thing I know is in the inauguration. But I'm doing like maybe the world's first, if you could call it, sustainable album. You know, one song for each of the SDGs, right? In collaboration with, you know, one of Earth's, you know, biggest artists on each record. So it's kind of like it's kind of like Michael Jackson's "We Are the World," and uh, you know, it, it's gonna it, it's an impact-driven project. You know, next year we're gonna do a tour. We're gonna bring that music to the people in the U.S. first, and uh, you know, because I'm the young leader of the U.S., so we're gonna do a you know sustainable concert battery tour, of course, scaled up. Right. And then there's a lot more involved in it, but I, I'm blessed to like be able to do these legacy projects that will leave behind, making the cities a better place, and and really be able to educate. Uh, you know, kids like my son, Casper, and this generation, you know, we're rolling out the battery tour, like Project 17 in schools. And ki what kids are doing is, you know, looking at me as, as an example, Casper thinks I'm a superhero, but no, but I am an example in the sense that I took my passion, you know, I looked at those goals, no poverty, everyone having access to energy, race, uh, ra uh, reduced inequality, right, peace, and, you know, and, and took an action toward the goals. And so, I just love the fact that this young generation is fearless enough to not just talk about it, but to do something. And so that's why I'm here, man, is just to empower the youth of the world. And uh, uh. I think it's great. And, you know, and I think about normal companies, it's like, why can't we create jobs that people can, you know, dive into their purpose, be in that flow state? And I think that's what a lot of adults tend to lose as they get older is that creative aspect of that. Would you mind like oh. explaining to people like how you feel? Does time slow down? Like what is it like when you're in that flow state, you know, editing at night, recording at night, and then you look back, you go, oh my gosh, it's 4 a.m. You know, what, what's that? What's that like? I know, right? Dude, it's just, it just, it's just feel, man. Like the problem with like, I hate the adult thing. You know, because what the heck is an adult, bro? Like, you tell me what an adult is. A like, grown-up child. Seven, right? I've met 70-year-old dudes that are, you know, young. You know, like, why did the world tell us what an adult was? And, oh, yeah, you button, button up your shirt, you sit tight, right? Because that's uh, But, you know, you get into some of these meetings with these rich guys or whatever, and they're wearing sweats. Oh, wife cooking in the background. Like, you know, I... I'll tell you, I'll give you an example of the flow of a flow state. Like, so if you were to look up SDG, I think it's SDG 12 or something, like responsible consumption Social. or something, or, or sustainable cities. It's called like sustainable cities, something like all of our you know cities should be kind sustainable of sustainable cities and, and communities, number 11. Yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking, and I was like, and, and if you read, I, I was just thinking in my mind, like the world needs what I'm trying to bring them, right? You know, you're talking about, I'm, I'm trying to make an album where, you, know, you have Drake and Stevie Wonder talking about no poverty, you know, a collaboration on the education goal with Shakira and Rihanna. You know, I just did the inauguration with Billie Eilish and, and Garth Brooks. And I'm thinking about like, I got this idea of how to bring us together. And, and I was just like, 
you know, I hear the nation calling. Mm. I hear the just calling. Mm. I hear the cities cry out to me. They want a safe resilient. And I'm just flowing, you know. I'm just flowing. I'm just flowing, man. You get into that state, right? And I love it. Calling, you know, and that's how I started. I'm just giving you a preview of the actual album. But that's how I was, I started making my, there's this, I'll tell you one more idea, right? Here's a flow state idea. We'll see how I can do it in 30 seconds. So I did the inauguration with Garth Brooks and I was like, oh shoot, like this dude cares about life on land. You know what I'm saying? And I got to make the life on land record. And I remember looking at the Michael Jackson video and I looked at American history because everyone's talking about it and talking about slavery and this and that and all this stuff. I'm like, mm, how do you bring everybody together? And I thought about, it. well, the Native Americans were kind of here before we were, before even African-Americans were. And I was like, hmm, how could you do something that represents every facet of humanity in America in like the early 80s? And I was like, hmm, who, who, you know, you can hear the, you hear the, uh, you know, and I was like, and I was like, they call me Superman. I was like, yeah, I'm Superman because I'm saying they call me Superman. I got the super plan. You know, I was like, save all mother nature for a fellow man. They call me Superman. I'm like, oh, shit. And I was like getting this song. And I was thinking, you know, I... I would show you the whole chorus and stuff, but that's just, you know, just getting into the state, just thinking and feeling and like, how do I bring the world together and let's say the motherland. Yeah, that's, that's how I, I, that's how I get into it. Man. I mean, music for me is the flow state, bro. Is that a, is that a play on like McConaughey's like, oh, you know, when he's in that, in the Wolf of Wall oh, Street snaps. movie? Oh, It's very similar. I don't know, but I should check it out. No. <laughs> that's kind of interesting. Well, it's, uh, the one thing I will say is that's much, I think that's just a little bit more interesting than probably reading about the SCGs online or in the textbook. You know, th th that's the thing is like, you know what I'm saying? You know, sarcasm there, right? And I I'm thinking like, if you are actually going to inspire change, it's got to be through the arts. It's got to be something that like you said, it's a universal language. And, and I think over time it really has been. And so, you know, how do you, how do you do something like that though? I mean, you're mentioning some big artists like Drake, some other artists, you know, let's say Justin Bieber or Garth Brooks. I mean, are you finding that all of these artists have those similar passions and that they would actually take time to, you know, write and talk about, you know, these, these solutions? Yeah. Well, this is what I'll say. I'll say, I have like three ways to answer that. One time will tell. Right, and this is what I'm 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 attempting this year, and 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 you know I hope that humanity answers the call in that sense. But here's what I'll say: yeah. everyone has a passion or cares about something, and so for me, it's just plugging them in. Like, think of your top favorite TikTok influencers or Instagrammers. If you look at the SDGs, there's something that they care about. Whether it's good health and well-being, whether it's uh, they care about uh, Black Lives Matter or All Lives Matter, or they care about life on land. I met this one guy who was like, "Well, I don't give a crap about those gays, right?" He didn't, he didn't care, you know. But what he did care about was his farmland. Mm. He cared about his animals and his farm and tradition and this and that. And I thought to myself, "That's how beautiful this album is," mm. because you know, 
Lady Gaga cares about gender equality. You know, we, we reached out to Macklemore recently, maybe Dolly Parton. So if you can picture the gender equality record, let's pretend it's Lady Gaga, you know, Macklemore and Dolly Parton on that record. Mm-hmm. But then you got the Life on Land record over here with, with Garth Brooks and throwing someone else in there maybe and myself collaborating on that record, right? So now what you've done indirectly is you brought that farmer that, you know, maybe thought this way about, you know, this group of people or this, all into the all plugged in, right? Right, and you might have changed his thinking just a little bit, right? Which is enough to change the world, right? But there was a time period where I got on Instagram, and all of a sudden, every girl on there was like, "Yoga, eating good today." Do you remember that? Or like, they all of a sudden, out of nowhere, is that like, not still going like, on? <laughs> right, it's still going on. Like eating organic, vegan. Like somehow that became popping. So let's just be honest, bro. There's no reason why I should have been at the inauguration. I have not sold a million copies. I am not Billie Eilish. I dang sure ain't Garth Brooks and these other people. Why am I there? I haven't. So, but you know what? Sustainability is becoming popular, bro. Are you kidding me? It's getting to the point where like you have to have a stand on a straw. People might cancel you if you're like, yeah, man, you know, I just drink whatever straw I want. You might get canceled by your own fans. Bro, it's becoming cool. It's like I say, making the battery cool again with the battery tour, right? It's already happened. This is why I'm here. So do I think that Justin Bieber will look at the gold and not see himself in something? No, I don't think that. I think everyone has a passion. And I think whether Justin Bieber cares about good life and well-being or he cares about the homeless people on the street or everyone needing to have access to water, there's something that he plugs into, McDonald's, Wendy's, Walmart, your favorite TikTok influencer, your mom, your dad, your cousin, and everything in between. And I'm here to get them and find what that is and plug them in. And that's what we're doing. (laughs) Goal, I love it. Uh, Simply put, right? I mean, the goals are transcendent. Yeah, I'm just curious, you know, at that inauguration, like, did you have a chance to meet any of the politicians? (laughs) I met a lot, actually. I met a lot of, I mean, honestly, I met a lot of politicians. Uh, You know, I, I... yeah, I mean, every, tough. Everything, everybody's cool. Uh, this one, I feel like everything's everybody's cool. I, I mean, I, I try not to take a political side. That that's a that's an interesting question because people want me to take a side. No, don't. And I, I just I like to say, hey, I'm here to show what's possible. Like I know people have come at me and have said this or that. You know, I've never picked a side. I, I, I can just, you know, at the end of the day, it's like I, I just did 800 concerts powered by renewable energy. So it's possible. And by the way, with enough money, right, or investment, we, we could build this out and make it bigger hmm. and, and do arenas. You know, and there's a billion people that, you know, let's help these kids. I'm just here to say, hey, this is what's possible. Uh, and and uh, I think leave it at that because, you know, it can get really, uh, touching the sense of trying to bring people together in a in a day and age where everyone's so divisive. That's why it's like, hey, you know, we're making I'm making music. You know, uh, I want to hear a track with Stevie Wonder and Drake. You know, right. how about an album with Stevie Wonder, Drake, Justin Bieber? That all, but they're talking about right of one of the seventeen goals. So that's what we're doing. And then I already have the single. I've already collaborated with one of the biggest artists in the world for goal seventeen in which I aim to add Miley Cyrus and the Lumineers. So we're already in it. And so now, you know, my life is a call to collaboration, uh, whether you're a company, 
you know, you're a corporation, you know, you're a school because we're rolling out the program there. It's, hey, get plugged in. If you're listening, be a part of this chain. Get plugged in, be an outlet, take an action with us, and empower support this chain. I love it. It's a great message, great message overall. And, you know, I wish you, you know, best of luck with, you know, the change that you know, you're able to have in this world. And, you know, it's just incredible that you're able to, um, you know, have the time to do all of that, be an artist while being an I entrepreneur. Don't. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, but it seems like they kind of go hand in hand. Like the music attracts people who attracts customers and everything just kind of works, you know, where do you kind of see your organization in, in the future? Yeah. I mean, Man, uh, that's a crazy question. I, I mean, I, I think that here's a really simple answer. You know, I would see uh, that, you know, definitely America, but but the world, you know, would see the battery tour uh, everywhere, right? And by that, I mean, when, when they're in their, on the, in their classroom and they're about to plug their computer into the outlet and they think of battery tour. Mm. And, and if, if we've achieved that, in five years, then, then we we're successful, because because that means we got a whole lot of outlets plugged in, mm. and that means that we had a whole bunch of people, companies, corporations, nonprofits, etc., so forth, influencers that took an action, and that's a whole lot of impact. Definitely, it's a whole lot of it. <laughs> well, it seems, you know, the intention, you know, for, for to beat the plug for all the outlets out there is a great, great trait. It's a great trait of, of um, inspiration. It's a great trait of uh, long-term thinking. And, and just for overall humanity, it's very inspiring to hear. So the last question I'll ask you on this show today, AY, is what is your definition of a real leader? Yeah. Oh, man, that's hard, bro. What is my You've been nailing the questions all day, though. Real leader. I know. <sighs> you know, I, I mean, I, to me, we've been saying it all day, though. I mean, a real leader it, it is an outlet for change. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it, it, it is. It's a person. It's an individual. It's a company. I don't care if you're Fortune 500, if you make 10 bucks a week. It's a nonprofit that you know, take an action and make the world around them a better place. And, and it's part of the change. That's a real leader. Whether they're leading the change or a part of it, we all can be real leaders. Well said, well put uh, from the plug himself. For AY Young, yeah. Kevin Edwards asking to go out there, be an outlet for change. And always, folks, keep it real. Thanks, AY. Yeah. Okay, and thank you, good people, for hanging on to this episode of the Real Leaders Podcast. Big time episode here, number 200 here on the Real Leaders Podcast. Hey, we had, a, we had a few questions fly in while we were on the show here, and the first one is this. What's a small change concert venues can make to help reduce their energy consumption? This one comes from Noah. Nice. Yeah, what's up, Noah? I mean, venues are doing a ton of things, right? From, like, not offering... Um, you know, plastic water bottles, you know, to, you know, And folks, if you want to hear the rest of AY's answers, well, you have to be a part of our free community where you can unlock access to live interviews and ask the guests your direct questions after the show. All you have to do is go online 
to realtors.com slash podcast and click on any upcoming interview to attend live. Also, for the folks on Apple Podcasts today, help a leader out and get us to 60 plus reviews by letting us know what you liked, how we can improve, and who you'd like to see on the show. And lastly, folks, if you have a leader in mind who's driving change in your community, please email me directly at b at real-leaders.com. That's be at real-leaders.com. That's it for me. Thanks for being a real leader and stay tuned for the next episode. And thank you, good people, for hanging on to this episode of The Real Leaders Podcast. And before we go today, I just want to make sure that you are all aware that we have now launched our new Real Leaders membership. If you want to get access to all of Real Leaders Magazine, private member-only events, and free courses online, hit the link in the show notes and enter in coupon code PODCAST20 to receive 20% off a 100 dollar a year subscription hit the link in the show notes enter in coupon code podcast 20 to receive access to all of real leaders to get you to the next level thanks for listening to this episode and always keep it real